Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Nutrition Business. I'm a registered dietitian, business coach, and course creator. My goal is to help you make moves in your business, take action, create revenue streams, and grow on social media so you can set up systems for monetization. Are you coachable? Today's podcast episode is all about what is coaching, why do you need it, are you coachable, and what can you do about it? So first I want to explain what is coaching. The definition of coaching is the job or activity of providing training for people or helping them prepare for something. What it means to be coachable is having the capability of being easily taught and trained to do something better, or in other words, to excel. Those who can benefit from coaching include athletes, whether it be recreational or competitive, employees at a job that they enjoy, note enjoyment part is important, business owners or entrepreneurs, like many of those who I, who I help and work with one-on-one, right, wellness influencers, Students of any age, doesn't matter if you're young or old, public speaking, authors, fitness instructors, uh, children, parents, and even coaches themselves. Like me, yes, coaches need to be coachable in order to grow and improve what I do and how I help my clients. So why is it so important to be coachable? Coaching the whole experience, it even if it makes you feel vulnerable, which it should, it, I believe, is the secret to achieving anything, your dreams, success, uh, not just income in your, in your online business, but impact and, and really helping others. It's, it's just a lot of self-reflection and professional development. And the possibilities of what you can achieve with coaching, uh, I got this from Forbes magazine, an article called Six Ways an Executive Coach Can Make You More Successful. And those six ways include helping you become more successful, seeing yourself more clearly, see others more clearly, leverage your existing strengths, build more productive relationships, and achieve what you want. Sounds good, right? I'm going to tell you a little bit of a a story here about leveraging your existing strengths. So those of you, you might already know what you're good at, right? But the question is, what are you doing about that? And a lot of us uh, struggle (laughs) with spending more or most of our time in what I would call the genius zone. And the genius zone just means that you are spending your time and energy doing what you do best. So this is a two-step process. Number one, you have to be self-aware and know what you are best at. And number two, you want to make sure that you're delegating all of the other tasks that you're not, you know, that stellar at so that you can be in a place where you are really what we call leveraging your existing strengths. That means you are doing what you do best and that's only slash all that you do. And, and that's where I want to be. And how do I get there? Well, I'm coached, right? I have multiple coaches. I've said that over my time with you, and I will continue as I grow to have more coaches and more high-end coaches, more conferences, constant, continuous self-reflection and improvement. And I want to tell you a recent story about actually a guest that I had on, I believe last week, Andrea from the Creative Spring and how she's helped me leverage my existing strengths to not only increase income in my business, uh, but also just really be in a place where I'm excelling. And that's 
that's where I want to be. And that's the benefit of coaching. So let me tell you how she's helped me from where I used to be to where I am now, where I used to be with my coaching program. My signature coaching program was offering what I would consider a reasonable price for my clients to have one coaching call per month and some email support in addition to a bi-weekly virtual mastermind. Virtual mastermind, it, it includes four other clients, so you're in a community with other people, and it, it's, it, that structure allowed me to charge a price point that seemed what I would consider fair. And so when I talked to Andrea about this, because I hired Andrea as a coach, she's, she's also my project manager, and I hired her for a, you know, a program where she's helping me goal set. And so as we're going through goal setting, we of course talked about my signature program because it brings me a large percentage of my income. And she asked me, you know, what in my program and in my business, specifically my signature program, what am I very good at? What, what are my skills? What am I best at? And I want to be doing more. And then she also asked me a question, you know, what are you okay at <laughs> that maybe you're, or, or you're questionable, but you want to be doing less. And as I talked through this with her and we actually broke down the elements of what I do in my coaching business, I realized that it would make a lot more sense for me to offer more calls because that's, I really love the calls and my clients tell me my, my best, most successful clients, they say, I wish I could talk to you every day, or I wish I could talk to you more, or I love the strategy calls and I look forward to them. So it's in my best interest to reflect on that feedback and then give my clients what they need. And I can tell you that I've been having clients tell me that for months and I hadn't done anything because I had this structure and I wanted to get some feedback and, and see it through. And then after talking to Andrea and, and having my goals written out, I realized that I need to immediately make a change. And what I'm, what I don't like in my coaching business is email support, which I do offer to, you know, to help clients and depending on the, uh, you know, how in depth your email support is right. My previous email support uh, from my coaching program, I have now changed it was a little bit too in depth. So I was going back and forth a lot with clients and I didn't love it. The reason being that a lot of communication um, can be lost through email and when you're able to get on the phone and work through strategy with clients, I've noticed that they're happier and that they go further a little bit faster. And then you also develop that relationship. And on top of that, that's what I'm best at. I'm best at those strategy calls. So after talking to Andrea, I realized that my strengths lie in those strategy calls and I immediately changed my program so that I can offer more strategy calls to be specific weekly strategy calls for my clients of 90 minutes for three months so that I can help you move further faster in your business and eliminate any in-depth email support. And I'm starting this actually tomorrow, uh, today. I'm recording this on Sunday. I'm airing this podcast tomorrow. And I've got a, a, a new client who will be using this approach. And I'm confident that this approach is, well, it's, it's tripling what I've done now, which is one call and email support. So now I'm doing four calls a month, right, for three months 
in addition, you still have email check-ins, just anything in depth, any strategy email will be discussed on the weekly call. And I'm really looking at this because that's developing those relationships through our call. It's on Zoom. It's a video call. We share our screen. We go over strategy. We review your content for Instagram. We talk about what works, what didn't work, your brand, your messaging, etc., and move you forward. So just to, to recap what I achieved from coaching with Andrea, my project manager, right? Andrea showed me through doing this analysis that I could be spending my time better, more productively, and more with more impact with my clients. And I'm really grateful for that experience. And had I never hired Andrea and worked with her on this project, I wouldn't be able to shift my business model to bring my clients more impact right? I'm actually even taking my current clients who are, who have the one call a month and I'm giving them an additional call. I'm not charging them extra. I'm using them to get feedback about this new style. And then of course, when they renew with me, the, the uh, model is changing and the price is also of course increasing. So I want to ask you, do you have the qualities to be coachable? So clearly I've discussed that it's extremely important how it's helped me uh, with my ability to impact and, and increase income. It helps me adjust what I do to be more effective as a leader and help you. Now, I want you to reflect on your performance reviews. If you work a nine to five, or if you're a full-time entrepreneur now, think back to if you ever did work a nine to five, or maybe when you were a student and you got any feedback, right? Is there a common theme that you've received from your superiors of how you can improve? And then think about what your reaction was to that feedback. Did you brush it off? To be coachable means that you're able to self-reflect on that feedback and you're open to addressing any gap in skills. It, you, you need to be willing to adopt habits and strategies. Therefore, self-awareness is, of course, the first step and the most important step. You need to be able to look at your behavior and see what you can improve and assess and then take, of course, consistent, bold action. I'm going to tell you another quick story. This one is about me being prepared. And because I just mentioned a performance review, it is going to be about uh, my nine to five job, but not about a performance review. It's it's about uh, a little bit of an extracurricular activity that I've told you about in depth in other podcast episodes. I had a meeting, I remember four years ago, and I, I, I tend to be the overprepared type. And I, I've done this because... I know it's worked. And so four years ago, I connected, I networked with a dentist who asked me if I could teach one lecture about sugary beverages to the dentists from the nutrition side, right? So I'd be representing nutrition. And she told me there was a grant and would I like to meet with her chairman? And when we met, I gave her some education information. We chat, we had a nice, a nice conversation and I said, yeah. So I went to this meeting. She mentioned to me, I can't remember the specifics because this was four years ago. She mentioned something about teaching multiple classes. And that's all I needed to hear, right? So what I did is I got together, I created a curriculum and I made it this curriculum very specific. So what I did is I created different lesson plans and within each lesson I had objectives and I put timestamps of how long each objective would take for each lecture that I would teach. I came to this meeting prepared and I showed uh, the meeting was not only a chairman, it was also uh, <laughs> department heads in the dental department. 
and I made multiple copies of this curriculum that I created and I passed it out to everybody and I said, this is what I do, right? And I was hired on the spot. And I'll tell you that, I mean, there are dozens of qualified nutritionists, dietitians, registered dietitian nutritionists who could have been hired for that position, right? I networked, got a meeting with the chairman, came prepared, and I truly believe the reason that I was hired for that job is because I was prepared. And I knew that because I've had previous meetings where I wish I was more prepared. And so what I did is I self-reflected on that, corrected behavior, and I will never again show up to a meeting without preparation. Never. I recently had another meeting and I also (laughs) brought, I was prepared. I brought statistics, data, qualitative, quantitative. I brought an agenda, right? And I didn't have the chance to use that information, but I still had it prepared. Anytime I have an opportunity for a meeting or any kind of networking event, I'm always prepared because I know that that can not only improve my brand and my reputation, but it can also help get me income opportunities as it has. And so because I'm self-aware and I'm able to make improvements, it's helped me build my, build my reputation and my brand. And again, I've, I've been hired for four consistent years to teach a dental curriculum. And I really believe, I'm sure there's other elements, but I really believe being prepared in that meeting is what helped me. And I learned that because I've been to other meetings where I haven't been prepared. So again, being self-aware and reflecting will help you improve in business. I want to give you a very quick story about, now we're going to talk about my coaching experience, me coaching clients. Who's coachable and who's not coachable? So I have one client and she's a rock star and uh, she takes constructive criticism extremely well. She's followed the framework of my proven methodology from my course and my signature program to a T. She instantly built an online community. She niched down, focused her message, found her target market very clearly. And within four months of working with me, she launched a five-figure digital product. She made $15,000 in the second week of launching her online course. And, And she did phenomenally well. She's extremely coachable. Yet I have another client of mine who I've worked with in the past and she didn't do as well. Unfortunately, she didn't want to niche down. She didn't want to choose a focused message. And worst of all, she actually thought she did niche down, but she was marketing to everybody for general health instead of honing in on a specialty. Even after she watched my course and we spoke one-on-one and we did the strategy calls and she did not have a clear target market and she did not have a clear niche, meaning what she was representing. Additionally, this client refused to create a focused message and she kept flirting with the specialty, which got me excited, but then going back to the general wellness and she suffered from taking the consistent action that she needed to take in order to make progress and in my eyes be coachable. She also felt that hiring me would solve her problems, but she just forgot to do the work on her end. Therefore, that was not an ideal situation for me. Qualities of the uncoachable client include somebody who always thinks that they're right. They're not willing to learn new things, not open to change, extremely negative or pessimistic, and they might even roll their eyes during constructive criticism. They're unable to self-reflect 
they don't really care about improving their lives or relationships, and they're actually disrespectful. They have any unwillingness to learn at all, or they put other people down. I even have a rule uh, in my contract for my masterminds. When you're in a group with other people, even my Facebook group for my clients, if you virtually bully or put down anybody, you're kicked out. And if you do that in the mastermind, you're also kicked out. And I, I mean, we have an ethics clause from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. There's no bullying, but this is also true whether you're a registered dietitian, nutritionist or not. That's not allowed with the people that I work with when they collaborate and combine because I like to create community with my clients. And if there's any of that going on, because I do help different types of wellness professionals from intuitive and body positive to weight loss focused. And if you can't all be nice to each other and support each other, then you're out. You don't have to agree with somebody else's philosophy, but you definitely, I don't advocate. It's not okay to put someone down or to bully them. So again, being coachable means that you are accepting of other people, but you're uncoachable if you're bullying and putting down other people. I want to leave you with three questions to ask yourself. I got this from an article from Leader Chat called, Are You Coachable? Three Questions to Consider. And I really like these questions, so I'm going to leave you with these. Number one, in terms of your own growth, are you actively creating an effective learning environment? Number two, are you open to expanding your thinking, clarifying your values, and taking bold action? Number three, if you answered no, what are you going to do about it? I love those questions, specifically the bold action, because I think that those of you who possess the qualities of being introspective and positive, and and, you know, as long as you're able to take bold, consistent action and self-reflect, I feel that you're on a good track. If you are interested in coaching with me, I welcome you to apply at LibbyRothschild.com. Go to my signature page. You can apply at the bottom. And I also want to leave you today and I want to let you know that being coachable is a learned skill. I want you to think how can you be more coachable and how can you self-reflect more in order to, to grow and create more income and impact in your online wellness business. Are you ready to build impact and create revenue streams in your business? Go to LibbyRothschild.com and apply for coaching. Also, check out my course opportunities such as Beat the Algorithm to learn how to set up systems for monetization in your nutrition business.